Ladies and gentlemen, live, world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives, and I gave that to them. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That's how I roll. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Radical people like Sean Penn and Mel Gibson and Colin Farrell and Pedro Fernandez. Radical people. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the multi-million dollar Ring Talk Studios here in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Yeah, the man was correct. I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed, often imitated but never duplicated heavyweight champion of the radio race, folks, having defended that title off for better than 33 years. And of course, in this hour of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, we're talking mixed martial arts Saturday night, of course. Wow, Bellator going to New York City, the mecca of boxing, Madison Square Garden, of course, Bellator MMA, following the uh, coat on the coattails of the USC going to the Madison Square Garden a few months ago. Bottom line is, the Bellator card had a couple surprises. We'll hear from Matt Mitrioni as he smoked the former emperor. I'm talking about Fimor Delenenko was done in one round, folks. We'll have that fight in depth here on this show. Of course, we'll also talk about Douglas Lima beating Mr. Chandler for the lightweight championship. So lots of moves on the Bellator card. We'll also hear from the great Mike Tyson. What? Yeah, Mike's got a book out about Custy Amato. Mike did an interview with the guys in MMA Talk, and we're going to use that interview. So we'll talk with Mike Tyson tonight. We'll also have some good problems, and we'll talk about the problems in the world of mixed martial arts at large. There are some problems going on regarding the Reebok sponsorship, of course, in the world of the USC and the fact that the guys are slaves. They can't wear their – they can't – if you put tattooed bush beer or, or uh, Coors beer on your chest, they'd probably ask you to put a tape over it because they wouldn't want Coors beer on TV. That's how cheap and chicken spit the, M- uh, the MMA world in the USC is getting controlling. You are tuned to the Sporo Ring Talk Live Worldwide, of course, from the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. It's made up of the simple day-to-day moments that keep us all running on full. Full of joy, passion, and restlessness. It's singing full on to your car radio with the windows wide open. It's a whole bunch of early morning rush hours and a few late-night runs for Rocky Road. It's full of pit stops and drive throughs It's life, and we live it between fill-ups at Valero. Valero top-tier certified quality fuel keeps your engine running cleaner, better, and longer. Find a station near you at ValeroCleanGas.com. At Valero, we believe life gets lived between every fill-up. So whether you go down the road on two wheels or four, whether your Wednesday night is spent racing to the grocery store or down a track, and whether you're dropping off the mail, the pizza, the kids, or all of the above, we're here to make sure you're never running on empty. Valero top-tier certified quality fuel keeps your engine running cleaner, better, and longer. Find a station near you at ValeroCleanGas.com. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. 
Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall & Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall & Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall & Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall and Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800-480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. you tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Open phone lines around the planet, folks. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-PLAY. You are tuned to, of course, Ring, to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific time. That's 2 p.m. Eastern time right here on the Ring Talk Network. Of course, we're talking mixed martial arts, mixed martial arts this hour. The main event last night for, um, hmm, how can I put this, Bellator 180. Part of it was on pay-per-view. Part of it was on Spike TV. Um, pretty good fights all in all. But the main event, hmm, how can I put this? It's the end of an era. Well, it's been the end of an era for a long, long time. Fedor Emelianenko, you could have stuck a fork in him. I thought he was done like maybe five, six, seven years ago. And they keep trying to bring this guy back after a couple of years. And, I mean, he had, I think he had three or four straight losses in the UFC. I mean, he never accomplished himself once he left Japan, once he left uh, Strike Force and or the, um, uh, the New Japan Pride Championships. He just never matured after that. Or basically, he peaked at that point in time. And after that, and when they started fighting in cages, it just wasn't, it wasn't to his element. I mean, I think... I couldn't believe it, but Fedor for a while there, for like for over a year, he was slated to fight in the UFC, and yet he was training in a ring. So you're going to fight in a cage, but you train in a ring. That's sort of like you're going to fight in the rain, so you fight, so you train in the sunshine. You don't do that. It just doesn't make sense. But Fedor did it, and of course, Fedor was the uh, knucklehead that he was. <laughs> but at the end of the day, Fedor and Matt Mitrioni went toe-to-toe last night. Fight didn't last long, but about 45 seconds. They both knocked each other down, and then Matt Matrioni jumped on Fedor, and he finished the last emperor. Here's Matt, Tri- Matt Matrioni post-fight. So, Matt, that was an incredible fight. I mean, what, just talk us through it. The double knockdown, you knocked him out. What was just going through your mind that whole sequence? You know, it was, it was just... Uh, I'm athletic. I was able enough to hip heist and get back on top of him before he's able to get on top of me. Uh, he's easily the best fighter I ever fought, and it's wild to say that I've had I've had rounds under under my belt before, um, and I only fought him for uh, like two minutes. And I can tell you, he's that good. Yeah. He's and, very, very good. Yeah, and every single one of your career fights has either been the UFC or Bellator. Is this you know the highest peak moment for you right now? No doubt about it. Buddy. Yeah. And Scott was up there. He said that. You know, talking about the heavyweight title that yeah. seems like he was referencing you this is going to happen is that what you expect to be next after a win like this you know the cool part is, is that that's above my pay grade uh, I, I do I do work I believe I'm the best heavyweight in the world and um, and uh, whoever they say it's go time with it's go time for who do you think would make sense though because I mean if you look at like who's winning Czech Congo's on the longest winning streak uh, I don't think maybe that's necessarily the most promotable fight in terms of like names and stuff so who would make sense for you do you think like I said before, it's above my pay grade. So there's, there's no one you are. You're just matter. good. As long as it's not Fedor right now, I don't want to fight him three, like have three camps for Fedor back yeah. to back to back. But if I have somebody else in between, that's all I really care about. What would you say to him up there after the press conference? I told him that. It was amazing to watch him fight. Like, he, he, the way he calculates information, it's, it's amazing. And you watch it, and he sees everything you do, everything you do. Um, and I told him that if we fight, end up fighting again or not, I would love to go to Russia to learn from him and train with him. Did were you hurt when he knocked like caught that punch and you were both dropped at the same time? Uh, no, I wasn't hurt, but I, I mean, I, I was like, oh, I'm on my ass, yeah. you know, like. But I wasn't dazed at all. That's why I was able to hit high over and come out on top of him. Right. So, uh, what do you do to celebrate this now? It's obviously you know the biggest moment in your career. I know you probably maybe want some time off after doing the back-to-back camps. No, you want back in there? No, yeah, I'm, I'm here to work. I only work for two minutes, so uh, I'm gonna go 
have a, grab a couple beers with my family. Uh, I'm going to go to uh, Chicago with my kids, and then we're going to go down to Louisville uh, for, for the 4th of July. Yeah. And then we'll figure it out. And last thing, uh, this was obviously a huge night for Bellator. Yes. Uh, you know, so really many good things happened. I hope that it was re- received as well as, as, I, as I hope it was. I, I think it was. There was a lot of talk, and I thought it was amazing to watch. But I know what's it like just being a part of this growing organization? It seems like more of this is to come. I think there's more of it to come. I think they know what they're doing. And like I said, the press conference, we're leading the industry right now, today, this morning. Uh, so now it's, uh, it's, it's what they can do to lead from the front, not chase from the back. There are guys leaping from the UFC to Bellator as I speak. I'm not going to go through all the names, but there are guys leaping. Of course, Matt Mitrione, uh, not famous or infamous for his verbal attack on, of course, Fallon Fox. Fallon Fox being the transsexual fighter, of course, born a man, uh, fought as a man, trained as a man, had a sex change operation, decided she was going to fight as a female, which I think is like totally unfair, as did Matt Mitrione. But Matt took it to another level, of course, the UFC find him for that let's take it to the ring talk phone lines let's go to west virginia and bring in richard what's happening rich well it's like this here's what i wanted to say when i heard you talking mma i watched it it's just something that i could never get interested in until i saw a fight where it was almost like boxing i mean it's it's pretty much like kickboxing but they were uh, punching each other and they didn't lay on the ground and roll around. Whatever they got down, they got back up, started punching again. It's one of the best fights I've ever seen, but I can't think of who it was. And I'm just wondering, to me, it's a big turnoff to me. I'm just asking you, how can somebody like me get interested in it? Because when they start grab each other and get down on the ground and do all those type wrestling moves or whatever, that is a big turnoff to me. And I just wonder what you could say that would make me interested in it. Well, Richard, I got to tell you, the a lot of the groundwork now, the they've taken out a lot of the boring stuff to where it's sort of like baseball, where they've got a, a clock there for every pitch. They sort of speeded up MMA to an extent because when guys get on the ground, they get double. The referees break them up pretty quickly now. They don't allow them to grapple and run around on the ground and lay around. Bob Arum used to call it the boxing promoter. Used to call it like. Uh, like gay, gay. What do you call it? Gay porn or something like that? Because they were rolling around on each other in the same. But you know, boxing 101 is really the fundamental art using now being used now in, in uh, mixed martial arts. If you look at Anderson Silva, he was knocked out by Chris Weidman. Boxing 101. All these guys, Conor McGregor, knocking people out. Boxing 101. So boxing 101 and boxing per se is starting to take a uh, uh, a stronghold in the world of mixed martial arts as far as uh, you know, Brazilian jiu-jitsu and things like that are concerned, guess what? Because a right hand usually beats everything else. A good right hand usually beats everything else. Well, I guess that's probably true. But, I mean, boxing to me, uh, in the past few years, I have no interest whatsoever in it. I mean, I was interested in it, I don't know if it was the 70s or 80s, when you have the Marvin Hagers and Sugar Ray Leonard's and Muhammad Ali and, all them. That was that was a great era. It just seems like boxing has just gone underground. There's just nothing going on there, and it's just I just wish it would come back. How it can, I don't know, but it's just uh, nothing like it used to be. This is not well, the era of boxing now. It was back in the seventies. September the 16th, I want you to circle that date on your calendar. There's a good fight on that date. It's called Gennady Golovkin. He's undefeated, 38-0 with 35 knockouts. He's world middleweight champion. Taking on the once-beaten junior middleweight champion. Talk about Canelo Alvarez, 51-1, 34 knockouts. This will be a good fight. This will be a fight. You don't, have to, you don't have to get any Viagra to get up for this fight. This fight will be a great fight. Thank you so much for the call, Richard. Going back to the um, the uh, the uh, Bellator card, of course, 180 from the Madison Square Garden Arena. Of course, Ch- Chael Sonnen was the winner in the main event, a three-round decision winner over Wanderley Silva. The axe murder scores were 30 to 27. Of course, you've heard from Matt Mitrione in his knockout of Fedor Melanenko a minute and 14 seconds in the very first round. And you know what's sort of cool about this uh, is that I put this, they both knocked each other down. It was like, ba-boom. In other words, imagine this. Both guys throw right hands, and then both guys go down simultaneous. 
boom. And then Matt Mitrione, as he said, he was a better athlete, quicker and younger, and jumped on Fedor. Fedor looked like an old man. Fedor looked like one of those 75-year-old Russian guys that maybe took some human growth hormone to make him look good. Maybe some Flintstone vitamins. And he still did. He still looked a bit pudgy. Straight up, Fedor done. Stick a fork in him. Open phone lines around the planet. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or you can hit us up on the text line. You want to talk on the radio? The text line is cool. 415-275-1613. That's right. The Ring Talk text line. Comments, questions, knocks on me, whatever you want. 415-275-1613. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide from the city of, by the way, San Francisco, California. And my name is Adro Fernandez. Stay tuned. Coming up, Douglas Lim on capturing the Bellator title. Nobody can get Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? but you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Now, more Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I'm going to put my chin down, walk towards him, and put him on his ass. Chael Sonnen, of course, the mouth that roared. The man that came so close to beating Anderson Silva back in 2008 across the pond in Oakland, California, at the Coliseum Arena. They call it the Oracle Arena now. But the bottom line is, man, after four rounds, Chael Sonnen, the mouth that roared, was ahead of 
Anderson Silva on points. Of course, he got submitted in round number five. Then after that fight, he tested positive the first, uh, I think, of three times for Flintstone vitamins. Flintstone vitamins? You say, what are, what are you talking about, Flintstone? Performance-enhancing drugs, anabolic steroids, human growth hormone. I can keep going, but the bottom line is you see the gist, okay? Flintstone vitamins, a lot of these guys have taken them. They've been popped. Of course, Chael Sonnen was popped three times. And when Chael Sonnen signed that contract with Bellator and Scott Cooker, who we'll hear from in this segment, of course, um, he is the man. There's no doubt about that. When it comes to Bellator MMA, Scott Coker's the man. He's running the show. But right now, he's got a hot-looking welterweight. I think he's hot. Douglas Lima, of course, defeated Lorenzo Larkin last night. The scores were 50-45, to 48-47, and 48-47 to capture the welterweight Bellator title. Here's Douglas Lima post-fight. Yeah, I've always, I always like to trade blows to, you know, trade blows like that. Uh, I think that left hook always lands, you know, so uh, it's good when he comes forward like that. You know, I was able to put him down once. Tough kid, you know, wasn't able to finish, but, you know, it's a tough fight. He's ranked top seven, top five in the world, and, you know, I just beat him, you know, beat him pretty soundly too, so hopefully now I get some respect, you know, uh, that I belong here, I belong in the top 10, you know, I've always wanted tough fights like that, and, uh, you know, it feels really good, hopefully people will show a little more, you know, recognize me a little more right now. How nice is it getting this win and starting to get, you know, the respect from media, from fellow fighters that you are one of the top weights in the world? <clears throat> yeah, it feels good, man, it feels really good. Uh, that's what I've been wanting, you know, that, you know, that people recognize is that I knew I could fight, I could beat any, any of these, you know, top 10 guys. And, um, you know, I'm just happy, you know, Scott Bellator gave me the opportunity to prove that, you know, uh, I feel I can beat anybody, you know. And I just did a, I just beat a top five, and I was going to be a top four, top four when I beat Rory, or three. The new welterweight, of course, 170-pound champion of Bellator MMA, Douglas Lima, defeating Lorenzo Larkin. Of course, also on that same card, Michael Chandler was a loser via injury to Brent Primus. That was pretty ugly, a TKO injury. Um, and I got to tell you this. The main card of the uh, of the fight card had to be. There's just no doubt about it. It just had to be Fedor getting knocked out the way he did. Of course, whether he's 40 years old, 50 years old, 60 years old, I mean, people called him the greatest heavyweight of all time, of all time. I mean, of all time. Come on. But they kept saying it time and time again. You'll hear Zach Attack Young, that MMA expert, talking about Fedor being the greatest heavyweight of all time or, or potentially or possibly. I don't think so, man. I really don't. I don't think Fedor even ranks in the top 10, not in my book. Anyway, a guy that's uh, calling the shots now, former Strike Force guy, of course, the guy that put together Strike Force. MMA with um, some investors down in the San Jose area. Of course, it was the idea of Frank Shamrock, the retired MMA fighter. He went to Scott Coker and said, you know, you need to start like a, a fight league or something like that. So Scott Coker went to his San Jose, his Silicon Valley investors and uh, who own the uh, San Jose arena where the Shark Tanks, the, the Shark Tank, the National Hockey League Sharks play and they have concerts, all that kind of good stuff. Anyway, they own that arena and that complex there. He went to them for some money. They put together Strike Force. MMA, of course, after a few years, they sold it to the UFC for between 32 and $38 million. That's a lot of money. So Scott Coker made out on that, no doubt about that. But he's, he can, he's a visionary. He really is. He is a visionary in the world of mixed martial arts. And last night, Scott Coker had this to say about Bellator and its future. Yeah, and we can talk about Chael in a second, but did you speak to Vanderlei at all after the fight? I know, you know, and um, I guess before I... Think he's I, still mad. I think he's still mad. I don't think he wants to talk to anybody right now. Yeah. I mean, he feels like, you know, hey, you should come fight me, you know. <laughs> he wanted Chael just to fight him, but come on, Chael had a really smart game plan. And yeah. uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure he'll be back. I mean, it looks like he wants to keep fighting, so... Were you yeah. disappointed with how he acted, you know, pushing Chael while he's doing his interviews, stuff like that? I mean, you know what, it's like... I. For me personally, it's not my style, but you know, he's still upset. I mean, you know, it's, you know, I think that he's still mad at you. you know? But, uh, you know, I, I feel like hey, after you fight, let bygones be bygones. But um, these guys, I still don't think I would want to see them in a hallway together. Honestly, I think we could still be a little bit volatile. Yeah, and what does what do you do with Chael now? I know he you know, set up like three fights for himself yeah. in this post fight, which he always does. He's the yeah. king of that. So, well, maybe, what what interests you? 
Well, maybe we'll let him fight three guys in one night. We'll have his own, the chill tournament. Yeah, and my biggest takeaway from tonight is, you know, obviously the fights were amazing, but it seemed like it set up a lot of things for the future, whether it was, you know, Lima and McDonald. You know, you're talking about the heavyweight title with Matt, potentially. Uh, yes. You can do so many different things with Chael. Bader gets the belt. You know, it seems like a Chandler uh, rematch is there. Is that kind of what your takeaway, too? Like, it seems like this just sets up so many different options for you. Yeah, and I loved it because, you're right, it set up so many great fights for us that fans are going to look forward to. And... Um, you know, whether it was a Chandler rematch, which we'll, we'll do it as long as, you know, Chandler can do it. You know, if he's had surgery, he's going to be out for a year or mm -hmm. six months or eight months. You know, we'll have to wait, I guess. But, uh, you know, Michael got caught with that, you know, that, that it was almost like a like a leg kick to the ankle or something. You know, like a you know, kick to the ankle. Yeah. How, so I got hurt. But, uh, look, at, I, I, Douglas Lima is a guy that him and Rory, that's the fight. That's the fight I'm really looking forward to. Chill, Chill's got four or five great fights ahead of him. You know, like we could find a opponent that that will be another big blockbuster event like this. I think he could be an event for us again. Um, and then Pico. I mean, listen, Pico had a lot of pressure on him, and for a young kid that just turned 20, it's you know, and he wanted it. He wanted it to be like this, so we we let it happen. But. At the end of the day, I know he'll be back. This kid's going to be a warrior, and this is his first fight in, in a long career. So I think it's a great learning experience for him. And uh, you can't underestimate, not underestimate people, but, you know, you've got to grow. And there's something he'll grow from, and, and so do the guys that hear that whether they won or lost. Yeah, and last thing, uh, just talking to Matt Mitrione there, he said, you know, we're waking up today. He repeated this at the press conference before, but he said, we're an industry leader now. You know, we're waking up Sunday morning as the industry leader. Uh, you know, I don't know if you want to make a claim that bold, but just how do you feel about how Bellator is positioned differently after tonight? I mean, this was the biggest event in the company's history, and I feel like, look, you know, we got great fighters here. I think the people are seeing the talent on this roster. And we've always said, look, from the from the from the top down, we're gonna buy the free agents, which we're gonna continue to grow. And buy the free agents, we're gonna build the young guys up and coming, and then we have a roster that's solid. And so to me it's like, look, you know, people compare us to whoever all the time, but at the end of the day, it's like we are an organization that has come a long way in three years. We have record ratings record sponsors, record international distribution. It's owned by Viacom. You can see how, you know, it's one of the, it's one of the biggest media conglomerates in the world and one of the most powerful. So to me, it's like you're, you're, it's a good day when, you know, you have that kind of support and that's not going to stop. I mean, you saw the commitment here uh, behind this event and when I said we'd like to really go to Madison Square Garden, they said go for it. Uh, we want to do pay-per-view, they said go for it. Um, and um, I think the amount of media that this fight, this fight generated proves that, you know, this is a worthy company, and uh, we're right there at the top, too. Scott Coker blowing his own horn there for Bellator. Why not? He deserves to. He had his deserves to have his day in the sun, of course. New York City, Madison Square Garden, the number one media market, and a pretty good card. Some of the other winners on the card, a member of the Gracie family was winner. Neiman Gracie was winner with a... Rear naked choke over Dave Marlone. I'm looking at the rest of the card. Of course, this card was split into two different TV productions. Of course, Spike TV held some prelims. And, of course, Ryan Bader, was former UFC fighter, was in the main event for that. Of course, he won a split decision over a former UFC veteran as well, Phil Davis. Of course, these guys tangled at light heavyweight uh, split decision. What can I tell you? These guys rumbled. They rumbled well. And, of course, they rumbled evenly. Two UFC veterans getting it on. James Gallagher was the winner, of course, over Chisel Machida. And, of course, i got to mention Heather Hardy. Not a bad-looking girl, but she was a former professional boxer, and she's now doing her thing in the world of MMA. And Heather Hardy was the winner over Alice Hanger. How else fight a TKO with punches in the very third round? Ryan Couture, remember him? Son of Randy Couture. Randy Couture, former UFC legend, light heavyweight and heavyweight title holder, I believe. Um, had him on the show a few years ago, and he was talking about his infancy in the world of Mixed martial arts. Well, he was a winner last night. Of course, he came back after a after a pretty bad losing streak, and he beat a guy by the name of Helm Gazelle with a unanimous nod in three rounds. Of course, these guys, what can I say, not the upper echelon as far as Ryan Couture is his division. I believe he fights at 155. He's not really like top 10, top maybe top 15 material, but not 10. So what I'm trying to tell you is that Bellator is making a move. The people were happy. Matt Mitrioni talked about the fact that he made more money on his sponsorship uh, 
from, you know, his trunks and his cut man and the robes that they were wearing and that kind of good stuff. And, of course, in the UFC, you can't do that. UFC, they take that stuff away from you. They make you wear them Reebok suits, okay? So, in other words, I told you, Brendan Schaub, he retired from the UFC. He retired because he had a contract with them. He just retired. He was making about $100,000 in advertising money each time he fought with uh, putting, like, Pedro's bail bonds or ring talk on his trunks, okay? But guess what? The UFC said you can't do that anymore. We're going to let we're going to let Reebok come in and control everything, and Reebok will give you four thousand dollars. So we're from a hundred thousand dollars of fight and sponsorship money to four thousand dollars of fight. Are you wondering why he left? Are you wondering why guys are leaving the UFC faster than you can imagine? The UFC, a four point two billion dollar pink elephant, baby. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide. Mike Tyson in our upcoming segment. Open phone lines around the planet. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or the text line. Ready? 415-275-1613. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide. Them belts are mine. Whatever they want to say. And they can say, oh, well, we took the belt. And now it's these guy's belts. You can play with those fake belts all you want. The real... Jose was KO'd, Eddie was KO'd, you're looking at the two-way world champion and that's it! Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a TOCO plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call TOCO at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone as just a few days. So if you have knee pain, back pain, and you've tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days, or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. I'm not saying that Asian people look alike, but you know it's got to be the easiest job in the world. Has got to be one of those police sketch artists in Hong Kong. I mean, come on. No matter who you decide to draw. That's the guy. Of course that's the guy. He's five foot one, he's got a haircut like Mo, and he's Chinese. What if we now get down to a billion people? We should find him by sunset. 
more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I guarantee you there's no problem. 40 and a half minutes past the hour, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 33 plus years on the longest running fight show in history. In fact, put me in the Guinness Book of Records. Somebody out there, call Guinness up and tell him, listen, he's been doing this show 33 years now. Other people have that they've come, they tried it. I remember a couple of tricks tried to do a show, and then there was a couple of regular guys they were going to do a boxing show or an MMA show. And, you know, there have been shows coming and going. There's shows on the web that have been around for, for a couple of years. But guess what? None of them have my tenure or my experience. And when I say experience, I'm not talking about broadcasting. I'm talking about four Golden Glove championships being ranked number 13 in the country back in 1984. Oh, I had a hard time saying that date. Anyway, the bottom line is, won the California title as a uh, in the PAL. Did some, you know, did some good things as the amateur. Fought some good guys. Lost to some good guys as well. Had a decent record. But at the end of the day, of course, I turned my attention to the world of uh, journalism. After a career in law enforcement, law enforcement, I got was fortunate enough to be in the company of Muhammad Ali and guys like that. And of course, hung around with Mike Tyson back in 1984. We were both in. Colorado Springs at the Olympic training camp, things like that. Met Evander Holyfield, had breakfast with Holyfield. I remember in 84, it was May of 1984, and we're sitting there and we're eating, and they were the hardest, stiffest pancakes. They were like cardboard. Maybe they were like Frisbees. They were Frisbees, I kid you not. But you had to pour a whole lot of syrup on them and wait for the syrup to like seep in for them to soften up, right? So I moaned about the food, and then Evander put me in my spot for the first time in my life. He said, Don't moan, man, the food's free. Anyway, he was right. Anyway, bottom line is, Vander Holyfield's great nemesis, of course, as a professional, was Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson, the former heavyweight champ of the world, Iron Mike Tyson, had his issues growing up, 30 arrests before the age of 13. Well, Mike Tyson's got a new book out about his man, Gus Diamato. Of course, Gus was the guy that believed in Mike from an early day on, and he believed in Mike to the point where he put his whole life and his career behind Mike Tyson. I mean, not too many people could do this. He was an old guy when he did this, and guess what? Cuss was right. Here's Mike Tyson talking about the great Cuss Diamato. You like the idea of this Mayweather uh, Mayweather fight against McGregor? I think it's going to be fun. Does McGregor have a chance? I don't think so. Yeah, I, because Max Kellerman is saying that McGregor will not land a punch. No, he won't land a punch. It's going to be fun. But that's it. Mike's got it right. Like, he has the right perspective. It's just going to be fun. Yes, that's why people are intrigued fun. by it. Yeah. Mike Tyson, you're an expert at fun. Mike Tyson. Yes, I am. Mike, I am an expert at fun. Mike, you had a lot of fun. What was what was the time that was the most fun? I'm not telling you. Mike! <laughs> Mike! Mike, what was the time that was the most fun? What year? Give us a hint. What year was the most fun? I can't fun? tell you. I can't tell you. 89 was a good one. 89. <laughs> 89. What was going on in 89? Give us some hints. No way, dude. All right. I'm not going to push anymore. I know better. Uh, I know I, I, every time we've talked to you, I know about the only thing I know you to get consistently emotional about is Customato. And, and yeah, that, that's why I wrote the book. The book is telling you what kind of man he was and what kind of man he made me become. And that's why I have such an affection and affinity for him. Can you explain to us, Mike, what your life was like before Cuss came into it? Well, it was just living in a um, drug-infested, gang-infested neighborhood with no hope. Welfare recipients lived in condemned buildings. It was really hell. And so what happened before the age of 13? Uh, what, what, what age did you meet Cuss? And 13. Okay, so before the age of 13, how many times had Mike Tyson been arrested? Do you know? I've been in a lot of trouble, yes. Uh, but do you know the number, Mike, or no? Because I'm wondering what was, and I don't mean to press you on this. I'm just, I'm, I'm wondering what it is that Cuss inherited. He inherited like 30-something arrests. Oh, now when you get like that, that's he inherited hell. Okay, and so how how willing were you to take his advice at the beginning, or were you rebellious? Well, uh, <clears throat> I had been in reform school with Bobby Stewart for a few months by that time, so I've learned to be very respectful. So I listened to what he had to say. Okay, so, so I started doing. Oh, go ahead. No, excuse me. So you were respectful. So you you had already learned to be respectful. You weren't you weren't looking to uh, butt heads with him. Not at all. Uh, and he wouldn't have allowed it anyway, would he have? No, he was an awesome guy. 
Um, so he didn't he, take any crap. And so can you give us an example? Again, the book is Iron Ambition, My Life with Customato. Customato really helped Mike Tyson get himself together. Can you give us an example early on of something that you did that Cus wasn't having? Well, you know, he didn't he 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 really um he really didn't enjoy me having bad times in school. I didn't do well in school and he didn't enjoy that. And so how did that go generally? Were you bringing home a report card? Were you afraid to bring home your report card to Customato? Oh, yeah. Sometimes I would go to the uh, mailbox before the postcards even got there, the report cards, and I would try to rip them up. I did the same thing, Mike. i got to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. I was a real kid back then. All right. So you would, uh, so you would do that, and would he find out? Oh, he would find out because they would call. And, man, he would rip me a new butthole. <laughs> okay. And so um, so you, what did you? You <laughs> did the same thing. I, I absolutely did, Mike. Yes, I absolutely did several times, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> How would how would this work though? What what do you remember about Cus's decision to become legally your guardian? Well, me and him made that decision with my mother. Him and my mother made that decision. Oh wow! Okay, so before I thought that happened after your mother's death. Your mother decided. No, my mother. My mother was still alive. My mother and Cus made that decision. Oh, can you tell us about that? Is that something you cover in the book? Iron ambition. My life with Customato. Well, I wasn't at the conversation, but my mother said, this is what you want to do? And I said, yes, this is what I want to do. Because right after meeting Cuss, right, spending around a couple of months with Cuss, I had went home to visit my mother. I was so um, overwhelmed with being the heavyweight champion, I think I irritated my mother. How so? What happened? Because I was bragging so much, because that's all customer was telling me, that I was the best fighter in the world. And I had won two national junior championships, and I was just full of myself. And my mother was like, oh, she she didn't like that. She pulled away from that. Uh, where was your confidence level before Cust? It was really low. Really, really low. Um you you do a lot of introspection, you do a lot of reading. Can you uh, give us some self-awareness about why your self-esteem was where it was before you had Cuss's love in your life? Well, there's nothing I ever saw was a crime written investment, you know, drug invested community. No, yes, I felt unsafe most of the most of the time in my youth. So, um that was a big change in my life. How did Cuss help you with confidence? Um, by winning fights and passing my grades in school. But, Mike, you, th there was a time there, I'm reading here, that you thought that you would never be a fighter. That wasn't in the plan for Mike Tyson. You thought you were never going to be a fighter. Is that fair? Well, yeah, because I was getting beat. I was getting knocked out and stuff in the amateurs. But Cut still saw something in me. I don't know what he saw. What about in the street, Mike? How much fighting, given that you were arrested 30-plus times before 13, how much fighting were you doing in the street? I was doing a lot of fighting in the street. Uh, were you winning those fights, mostly? Well, well, not all of them, but I won most of them. <laughs> I won most of them. So, so how, how does that work, though? What, how many you... fights did you win? <laughs> I was not someone who fought a great deal, but I won some fights. I retired on a loss, though. I got my good, shirt. Good, I got, I got my shirt pulled. What do you mean, good? I, I got my shirt pulled over my head in the street. My ear was bleeding, and my shoe fell off. That was my last fight. Oh man! Oh man! Yeah. Give me your Mike Tyson lost the str uh, street fight. Give me your story. I don't know. Some guy just kept punching on me, and I was scared to punch back. <laughs> I was scared to punch. When did you learn your? When did you lose your fear of fighting? I don't know. When I was around eleven years old. Oh, so it stopped being something you were afraid of. Did you go looking for it? No, no, no. Um, I became a little. I became a little bully, though. Uh, were you a good bully? Not good at all. No, I didn't mean as good as good as a person. I meant good as a bully, a bad person, but a good bully. Hey, I wasn't a good bully because I got arrested 37 times, so it must have not been good. <laughs> Again, iron, iron Ambition, My Life with Customato. Uh, uh,
Mike Tyson with us on ESPN right now. <laughs> Mike, you uh, Mike, you love Call of Duty, right? You love playing that game. Yes, that's my game. That's your game. Do you talk trash to players that you're playing online when you're playing it? Absolutely. <laughs> oh wow! Do you play as Mike Tyson? Huh? You, do, do people know it's you playing Call of Duty? No, it's Killer Mike. Okay, it's Killer Mike. They have an idea. Probably. All right, no, but I don't know whether. Do you know whether it's Mike Tyson or not when you're playing against Mike Tyson in Call of Duty? I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, Mike would know better. Mike, they have no idea they're playing against Mike Tyson. No, just get some lessons. Just tell them to get some more lessons. <laughs> All right, that's teaching them uh, again. Iron ambition. My life with custom auto. Why'd you decide to write it, Mike? Hey, man, son, that he deserves. Okay, because he was. Uh, yeah, he was your father. Have Have you? Have you? He's the, reason, he's the reason why I'm talking to your guys, and no one even knows that. Because you think your life would have ended before that, or you wouldn't have had success without him? No no success without him. Nobody could inspire me the way he could. Nobody. I don't care Nuke Rodney, who it was. He couldn't inspire me. He knew how to inspire me to fight. Wow. Talking about Mike Tyson, looking at his career, you know, he was 32-0 when he took on Tyrell Biggs in 1984 Olympic gold medalist in the super heavyweight division, a guy that Mike just hated. And, of course, he knocked him out in seven rounds. Wow. It was just it was a horrific beating he put on that guy. I mean, Biggs was just cr almost literally crying in the ring. And, of course, beat the veteran Larry Holmes, went through Tony Tubbs, Michael Spinks. Remember that? Once and for all? No, no. Once and all fall. I think Spinks got hit on the shoulder and he took a dive in that fight. Of course, I was in the Atlantic City Convention Center trying to tune in my binoculars for my cheap seats. Wow. Didn't get too much of that fight there. I think it lasted 91 seconds. Of course, then he beat Frank Bruno in Vegas. I was there for that. Beat Carl Williams' his last big win. Man, did Carl, Carl Williams was the truth, right? He made a liar out of the truth in 93 seconds. That's right, 93 seconds of the first round, moving his record to 37-0. Of course, anyway, he ran into Buster Douglas over there in Tokyo, became 37-1, won a fight with Henry Tillman, Alex Stewart, Donovan Ruddick, beat Donovan Ruddick again, Razor Ruddick, Peter McNeely, the poster boy for the uh, Pizza Hut franchise after he got out of prison for a year and a half. Then he fought Buster Mathis, Frank Bruno, Bruce Selden. Then he had two fights with Evander Holyfield. And that's where things sort of went upside down for Mike Tyson, no doubt about that. The fight with Botha, that was foul-filled. The Orlando Norris fight was a no contest. Julian Francis, Lou Savarese, he beat those guys. Another no contest with the Galata when it got ugly. Brian Nielsen, Lennox Lewis, a loss to Lennox Lewis. Clifford Effian, he beat him. He lost to Danny Williams in his last fight. In 2005, I was in loss. Take the, was it 2005? Yeah, 2005, we were in, uh, in Washington, D.C., and there was Mike Tyson fighting Kevin McBride. And guess what? Kevin McBride couldn't lick a stamp if he wet his tongue. And yet Kevin McBride has an official TKO and sixth win over the great Mike Tyson. Things change, folks. People get old. You are tuned to the Ring Talk Live Worldwide Network. Of course, each and every Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, live on the Ring Talk Network. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Insiders look into the world of boxing and MMA 33 years now. Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. 
Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. Hey there, did you know that with a bachelor's degree, on average, you could make almost twice as much over a lifetime than a person with just a high school diploma? It's true. According to the 2012 U.S. Census Bureau, college grads with a bachelor's degree make almost twice as much as high school grads. Now, going back to school is easier than ever at Independence University. Log on and complete coursework from the park or the beach or even your couch watching the kids. And Independence University gives you the tools, a free tablet and laptop for undergrad students to use and keep when they graduate. That's right. Get a laptop so you can go to college from anywhere. Take the first step to a new career in business, information technology, healthcare, or graphic arts. Call to find the online degree program that's right for you. And you could be on your way to increasing your earning potential. 800-797-1256. 800-797-1256. That's 800-797-1256. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. The UFC is rocking and rolling today, folks, and they're back to the idiotic TV programming. They fight. They start the fight card out on UFC Fight Pass. That's a website that they promote. And of course, you have to pay 10 bucks a month to watch the fights on there. Then, of course, they go to Fox Sports 2 for one, two, three, four fights with a main event headed by Clay Guida and Eric Koch. And, of course, they go to Fox Sports 1 with a card topped by Tim Bosch and Johnny Hendricks. Johnny Hendricks being the former lightweight champion. Of course, these guys are going to do it out, duke it out at one, welterweight champion. These guys are going to duke it out at 180 pounds with Tim Bosch in a catchweight fight. So Michael Chessie is in the main event against Kevin Lee. Am I excited about that? Probably not. But I am excited about all these affiliates that we're picking up. I want to say hello to the people, of course, in Detroit on WCAR 1090 AM. But especially, I want to say to my man, Drew, down there in Dallas, Texas, 1310 AM. I'll be in Dallas next month, Drew. I'll be probably broadcasting from a friend of mine's legal office down there doing the show via Skype. But the bottom line is I will be in Dallas, Texas in July of 2017. And speaking of traveling, 2017, we leave October 23rd for Cuba, Havana, Cuba, of course, and the Bahamas. I'm talking about the World Boxing Organization Tour, the convention, the 30th Annual Congress. You can join us if you'd like. Vladimir Klitschko, there'll be some of the world champions. Who knows? Gennady Golovkin and Canelo Alvarez. Canelo Alvarez was at our last event in October. So this will be a big cruise. We leave October 23rd, the World Boxing Organization 30th Annual Convention. We leave Havana, I think we go to Havana for two days, we go to the Bahamas for a couple days, and then we come back on Friday, so it's going to be a great tour of the Caribbean. Join us by going to WBOboxing.com, that's WBOboxing.com for your, the ticket reservations and all that kind of good stuff to go to Cuba, the Bahamas, with all the great champs. Until next time, don't forget, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. My name is Pedro Fernandez, coming to you live from the city by the bay. I thank you so much. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 11 a.m. Pacific time, Saturdays and Sundays, 2 p.m. Pacific time, Saturdays and Sundays. This is Ring Talk. Oh,